0: Coote, Coote right through. Got a pass on to Brass and Brass is it for the try. Oh, so easy. Kennedy to Flannery, Flannery to Ricketson, Ricketson to Fletcher, Fletcher puts the arm up and he goes over. Fletcher scores. Now it's one way traffic. Williams has got the ball. Gets it on to Maloney, sets himself, kicks for Tupou, Tupou and Williams. Tupou! Oh, Daniel Tupou! Flying at 39,000 feet and no turbulence to be found. Eight metres away from that.
1: Well, Roosters fans, welcome to Roosters Radio, round three. And after a tough weekend at the office where Sousa got the wood over us, it got even tougher. We lost a couple of our hosts to COVID, the affliction. Allegedly, Cooper Silk, co-host of Roosters Radio and the co-creator, has afflicted our coach Trent Robinson, and he is off. What can you do? You can do what Robo did in 2021. You look to your youth, you look to your bench. You look to the young guys coming through. Well, today on Roosters Radio, we're joined by that young team. And on Debu is, uh, well, Paddy Sawali, our producer. Paddy's just straight off the bench, just could not wait to get the cans on and get behind the microphone. And, of course, young Jimmy, Sammy Walker-Marker, mate. I liken him to a couple of uh, just young athletes coming through. And, boys, welcome to Roosters Radio on Debu.
2: Thanks, Bush. It's great to be here, mate. Great to be here. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Good to be you.
1: Well, both avid Roosters fans. Paddy, uh, you know, I know that you've been following the Roosters since a kid and, and you know, just Rooster Mad and, and Jimmy of great Rooster stock with your grandfather in the Hall of Fame. Most points ever in a grand final. You wear my Matthew Shield jersey around. You uh, played a bit of junior rep there yourself. You're a Paddington Colt. Uh, a lot of good pedigree in here, boys, and it's great to have you step in for Silky, who is at home underneath his um, Roosters doona, sweating away.
2: Yeah, Bush, big Roosters fan my whole life, a bit tough this week, most of the family are South fans, so it was a bit disappointing, copping yeah. it around the house and the uncles on the text messages, but it's good to be here, you know, I'm not too worried this early on in the year, to be honest, but obviously it's disappointing to, to take the loss to the arch rivals.
3: Yeah, a bit the same for me, obviously, tough to, uh, you know, slow that bit of pill against South Sydney, and there's plenty of my mates that have been giving it to us, all us Roosters fans, so looking forward to um, turning our attention to the Cowboys game, which should be a ripper up in Townsville. Like Patty said, it's early in the season, so there's still a lot to look forward to.
1: Well, boys, let's review the game and let's be honest. On Roosters uh, Radio, we, you know we are of the fans, by the fans, and for the fans. We don't profess to be experts. We love our footy like everyone else, but we do hand it the experts. And joining us on today's show is one of our all-time favourites. All three of us love this man. He's a former captain. He's uh, you know one of our most capped ever players, only pipped by uh, the great Mitch Orbison, But Anthony Minicello is going to join us today. Paddy, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Super excited for that. Uh, he's the reason I support Roosters. To be honest with you, Bush. So super excited for that. And, and um, looking. For forward to it
1: and jimmy i know you love Minnie. yeah the min cat
3: you can't beat him he's uh you know led the team to a premiership in 2013 and of course won won
1: our, our first one for a long time in 2002
3: so very excited yeah,
1: absolutely well boys let's get to the game review and uh you know patty i know that you know week in week out you know you put roosters ready together produce it you edit it and get it ready so it's up there for the fans well here's your chance to uh give an honest review we've always taken a lot of great questions and feedback off you and our pre-show production and uh, it's nice for you to you get your thoughts behind that microphone as a uh, raging Roosters fan so what did you see on the other night against South?
2: To be honest just like the last four times we've and we just weren't up for the game I mean off that first hit up Takiyaho mm. got driven back by just great defense by Souths nearly eight meters and I think that just set the standard from the get-go yep and I feel like that's what's been been happening the last four times we've I mean you I was listening to the pre-game show with Benji and he said when he went to South, Russell Crowe sat him down and took him through the book of feuds and talked him through why the rivalry is there and what it's all about. Wow! And I'm just wondering, do we do we need someone like Minnie to come in and sit down with the boys before and really give the history and really get him going? Because South turn up for that game and we just haven't been lately.
1: Yeah, it does seem that way, Jimmy. How did you see it? Yeah, it's a tough one. I think
3: um, you know you could see during the game that Joey Marnie really, you know, was full of pride and had a lot of emotion in him. But I think Robo spoke about it during the week about not playing with emotion, and so did Teddy. In the press conference, and I think that could have maybe been to our detriment because Souths do play on such emotion, especially against us. You know, the landlords versus tenants, and uh, they, they just seem to want it more in the last, you know, the last four games we played them. So it is what it is. But the boys ended up playing how we, you know, they wanted to. But that's uh, that's footy sometimes.
2: Bush, how did you say it?
1: Yeah, look, I thought there were some real good highlights. Uh, I'm with you, James. Uh, Joey Manu, I thought, tried all night. I think he was great. I know, Paddy, you mentioned you were pretty impressed with, um, I know I got driven back in the first and that couple of sets, but you saw that that did set a bit of a tone, but he didn't stop trying all night. And I think Sam Walker's defence, you know, if you can pull some highlights out, Sam Walker tackled his heart out. And I know that you were talking before about another comment Benji made about Sam Walker, which I think will impress Roosters fans, and I agree with it.
3: Yeah I know that Benji said during the week on I think on uh, NRL 360 defending Sam Walker a few of the journalists had come out and pretty much bagging him for his tackling and Benji pretty much said you know that's not Sam Walker's job as much as you know it's an important part of the game And as he grows he'll, he'll get better but at the moment his job is to lead the team around the field and come up with the creative players that we saw him do so brilliantly against Manly so I think people are getting you know focusing on the wrong thing he's young he'll learn to tackle and he'll get bigger and At the moment, we can just
1: look forward to his attack. Well, Paddy, they look frustrated and attack. They seem to be pushing passes and getting some errors. How did you say that?
2: Yeah, well, our our completion rate was at 69% to their 81%. So it's very unlikely you're going to win a game with that. I think we were getting very frustrated pushing the pass. I mean, that one off the tap where Murray picked it up and went, I don't mind, to be honest with you. I mean, that's a bit of flamboyant style. if Billy Smith takes that, we go 80 metres and all of a sudden it's 6 or yep. But then there were other other little ones where we were pushing the pass. And, you know, I think South did very well at jamming up on the Kiri to Teddy out the back. But then when we gave early ball to Manu and Mavroski, I mean, you look at Manu, set up a try, scored one, and then Mavroski set one up too. And that was all off early ball, off yep. their own play. So I wouldn't mind them, if the teams are jamming up on Kiri and Teddy, just giving the centres early ball because we saw what they can do and it's pretty special.
1: Absolutely. Jimmy, a few uncharacteristic defensive areas you talked in our pre-production. What did you see?
3: Yeah, I just think, you know, we saw in the first opening five minutes of the game, Rads and uh, Takeahoe just let Cam Murray through, which is, you know, you won't see that ever happen again. And it's just a few little players where I think the boys were just beaten up front physically and didn't put their shoulders, in, you know, in front. You know, we can't sit here and judge on that, but they'll certainly do a big game review. And I'm sure when we come up against the likes of Tamalolo this Saturday, it'll, um, it'll be a much different story.
1: Absolutely. Boys, finally, let's uh, finish off the review of the South game. The rivalry means so much to all of us, including fans. You know, Patty, you've got a house full of South fans and you cop it. James, all of James's mates are sending him texts and a lot of our mates are, you know, sending through some different disparaging stuff about, you know, South getting up. They're pretty bad losers really, aren't they? And I don't mean just, I just mean in life.
2: <laughs> They're bad winners too, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, true. Good luck to him, mate. Good
1: luck to him. They did well. Yeah, I think we've seen
3: uh, a little bit on some of the social media pages. Uh, Friday night, Buddy Franklin, shout out to Buddy, kicked his 1,000 goal for the Sydney Swans, which is oh, a yeah. great achievement. But uh, random South guy seemed to pop up and um, have Buddy on his, on his shoulders. So I don't know what's more important to him, you know, touching a, a superstar and pretending he's an AFL fan or um, – Watching his so-called favourite team, South Sydney, Betty, you know the arch rivals, Roosters. So obviously, we know where his heart lies.
1: Yeah, and it's amazing that he rocks the cricket gown in a South jersey too. Jimmy and just splashes it all over him and Buddy together. So that's
3: well, well. The good thing is, I had a few friends that were out there, and um, they were all a bagging him, saying, "You know, put on the Roosters jersey." So we know uh, at the SCG where where the real home is, the Roosters.
1: Absolutely. Now, boys, Roosters South memories, most memorable. Uh, Rivalry moments. Paddy, anything that sticks out for you over the years since uh, following the Roosters?
2: It's got to be round one, 2012. Roosters versus Souths. We are down, I think it was 20 to 12 with about two minutes to go. Absolutely. Hargraves gets over under the sticks or just next to him and then we kick off and it spreads right to Orbo, to Cordner, a couple of club legends who puts it on the toe to Mini and Mini dives over and... I mean, I could redo the commentary. I've, I've watched it that many times, yeah, it was a and as that, that they did get us later on in the year, but that moment was just unbelievable.
3: Who, who would have thought back in 2012? Like you said, the ball went from Orbe to Cordner to Mini. Absolute and, and, legends! You know, yeah, now they're three of the best ever roosters. It's amazing to think ten years ago. That's uh, yeah, that's where 100%. we were.
1: Oh, unbelievable! It's such a great memory. James, oh, you got a bit of a, a roosters memory.
3: Considering um, obviously we're just coming off the loss to. South Sydney last week, I thought I'd remind them about 2018 preliminary final. It was the last ever game at the, the old SFS before we knocked it down. Paul Morosky scored in the corner and I think we got up to beat them 12-4. It's also the game that Sam Burgess hit Kubikronk late and obviously we all know the story of Kubikronk and, and the uh, scapular injury and
1: coming back to play in the grand final. But just wanted to remind them of that game yeah fantastic my one's got to be Sonny Bill charging into Greg Inglis and he actually dropped off him in two thirteen. and my point about bringing this up is Sonny Bill come back to the club had so much expectation and I think he just went in absolutely to maim Greg Inglis and you know GI the player he was sort of turned his body a bit but what that intent Sonny's intent was to say mate I'm here and I'm going to come after you well it took him the whole year And we got him and we won the comp that year under our next guest, Anthony Minicello. So I just think that sets the tone in the culture. The boys knew, mate, what he's about. The boys knew what he was coming to this club for. And although GI got away and scored a try off it, it absolutely set the tone and they just went on with it and we won the comp that year, which is great. So South fans, be on notice. We've got another game and we're ready for you.
2: And a big shout out to Sonny Bill after his win last week in the boxing ring against Barry Hall. Hall. He's still got it, obviously
1: absolutely he looked every bit the athlete too didn't he like remain yeah. in that condition and and you know you just see the quality of that human being he is just an incredible guy to follow for any uh, you know of you young guys as well you know for any uh, young kids look back on a career like that there's nothing he has not done in the sporting world really good to see
3: where's gal bring on gal <laughs> you're on roosters radio back with the great anthony Minocello right after this
1: <laughs> well roosters fans as promised earlier in the show they don't get much bigger names than this, boys, and, and you young men can learn a lot from our next guest. He is uh, hes one of our most capped players ever. He's a former captain. He's bringing us so much joy as Roosters fans, and he's pretty much saved the podcast this week as he saved our team many a times. Patty, I know you've got a, a little memory that you know you shared with us when Minnie was just last seen just following the ball and just slides over underneath the posts to beat those rotten South City Rabbitohs. Would you please welcome to this week's podcast, Round 3, the great... Anthony, Mountain Cat, Minicello. Minnie, welcome.
0: Oh, the boys, Bush, you got uh, a couple of youngsters with you today, eh?
1: Made in our youth policy. You know, things at uh, Roosters Radio, you now you're a big fan and a huge part of our panel of course. ongoing. You've got to bring the youth through, Minnie, and they've done a great job so far, the boys, with uh, with the show. It's uh, They've been called off the best with Silky, yeah. just with the affliction of COVID, just sitting there in Charing <laughs> Cross, isolating. Uh, you know, just sweating away in his blanket, his rooster's blanket with his Anthony Minicello poster on his wall. It's, uh, it's tough, mate. So you bring the young boys in and they've performed.
0: Excellent. Well, welcome, boys. I'm glad to have have me back on.
1: Yeah, it's exciting to be here. We're, uh,
3: we're stoked and looking forward to uh, having a good chat. Looking forward to it, Mini. Excellent.
1: Now, Minza, you know, we, we wanted to get your expert opinion. You've been there many times. I just want to talk about one question I want to ask, um, you know, in reviewing the Souths game, the rivalry. I mean, you know, we, we looked at it as a normal game last week. A lot of the fans on different platforms and social media platforms are saying maybe we've got to get that hatred and that rivalry back. We know how stable Coach Robinson is. How important is the rivalry to you and the build-up in the game?
0: Oh, you know, look, it's, it's the best rivalry in the game. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, two foundation clubs and we're, we're next next to each other. So it just builds for some great hatred, great games. And, you know, look, I think, on Friday and you can see it in Robbo's interview after the game you know he was disappointed in the way um they played uh, you know he th- he said that they they performed well at training pre- preparation was outstanding and just didn't take it into the game and you know at the moment you know we're you know one win from uh from three games so it's uh, an important round this week but i think you know the boys really Know that they need to step it up now, I think you know it's always hard losing to South Sydney because you know the the fans we hate each other and all that type of stuff, but you know hopefully with that, that can kick start our season now and we can get some bit you a know, bit of a an aggressive nature back, uh, especially you know the 4 pack which lay the line I thought well' we're a little bit outplayed last week, and I, I think they'll say that themselves, so I think you'll see a, a different um an aggressive side this week.
3: Yeah, like you said Minnie, the um the forward pack was probably a bit outplayed and a few uncharacteristic, you know, missed tackles there from Rads in, in the first moments of the game. Where do um you know, where do the boys go from there when when they're looking at that in the game review?
0: You mentioned that tackle there, but there's a couple other players that were just, you know, uncharacteristic mistakes and a couple of their uh, well-known principles that they've, they've sort of broken. So, I think you'll see a revamp side, you know, energetic and the guys will turn their defence on. I think they'll be a much better defensive um, unit this week. We know how well coached they are. We know they know their structures very well, and they were a little bit off last week, and that and they've admitted it themselves. So I think, you know, knowing that the, the players they've got in the team and the coaching staff and the way they have trained all pre-season, uh, they will turn it around this week.
2: Mini Patty here, mate. You speak about Robo in the press conference and what he was saying? How do you think he approached the team after the game? Once the cameras are off and it's just the team and himself in the sheds, what do you think he's saying to the boys?
0: Yeah, I heard he was pretty upset. To be honest, um, he just said, "Look, this is not the way the roosters play. You know, um, it's not the rooster's way," which he which he calls it. And you know, he doesn't yell and scream and carry on. But you know, he's when he speaks, everyone's listening. He delivers a a, a really timely speech that really that is really assertive uh, without going overboard and yelling. So I think. The whole squad was pretty disappointed in what they sort of dished up, especially against our arch rivals. So I think Robbo um, yeah, he chooses his words carefully and, and I think he hit a couple of sore points there. So I think the boys will be uh, ready and raring to go this week.
3: Just like um, Teddy is now, I mean, you were the, the captain and the full-back role for the boys back when you were playing. And what do you think Teddy's message will be to the boys after you know a heavy loss against our arch rivals this week?
0: Yeah, normally it, it's not not anything big. It's it's normally you go back to basics, right? You go back to uh, the standards that you set yourself through the, the preseason and the trademarks that they live by, which they, the whole squad have set. Uh, and you go back to those little things. So, you know, for me, for when you know, in, in, especially in 2014, we didn't start the season too well as well. I think we got dusted by the Cowboys by a, a convincing score up there. And you know, we had we just had a meeting and we said we've got to make sure that we go back to our standards like you know we had a couple of things like make sure that your your weights are put away after every weight session there was no mobile phones on the massage table uh if your strapping tables never to be like laying around um for someone else to clean you got to clean it yourself in the change rooms all those little things that's what creates a good culture when the boys are ma- holding people accountable each other accountable to those standards so i think all well, they have to do is just go back to those little things, and then everything else will flow on from that.
2: So, what do you think the feeling around the camp is? Obviously, you, you talk about those standards and the standards that Robo and the, the captain can set, but obviously, that has to come from the players themselves. Have they got a positive yeah. vibe around camp at the moment?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's always positive. You know, they it's it's never good after a loss, obviously. But you got to you got to review that uh, and make sure that you learn your lessons, and then after that review's gone, you hundred percent turn that attitude back to positive and you're focusing on the Cowboys this week that's what it'll be all about.
3: Jimmy here Minnie. now we look forward to the Cowboys this week and they were red hot against the Broncos last week they <clears throat> towed them up especially in the second half where do we uh, need to go to beat them and, and get up there and get the winning Townsville?
0: Yeah I, th- I think they got a lot of confidence out of last week the Cowboys and um, yeah, you know, Todd Payton's got those boys going pretty good at the moment, so I think it's going to be a tough game. Well, look, you know, the weather's still thirty degrees up there, so it's completely different to what we've experienced down here over the last couple of months. So, no doubt the ball is going to be quite slippery with the sweat and humidity. So that's a that that will play into the game. So we need to make sure that we have patience with the ball first and just focus on us. You know, if if we focus on our job and making sure that we get our game on. Uh, even though it 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 will be tied early, I think we can blow them off the park. You know, late in that second
1: half. Men's a bushy. Yeah, I've just been watching these young young guys just step up. These young hosts, Roosters Radio, and waiting they are uh, doing a great job. But mate, how important or how different will it be having no Coach Robinson? You know, with all reports, he's uh, struck down with the affliction. Uh, possibly coughed yeah. on by Cooper Silk, fellow co-host. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it'll be different. I mean, Sharks did it round one without their coach, the great Fitzy. is a great friend of yours. And will it be different? I mean, I know we've got Rilesy and we've got a great coaching staff. But uh, will it be different mm. for the boys?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's, it's going to be strange because, now you know, Robert has been at the helm in, since 2013. Hasn't missed a game. Um, so, you know, Robbo has a presence. When he's in the room, you know that he's in the room, you know. Um, so it'll be slight, it will be different. Um, but the boys have got to put that past them. They, they've got a job to do and they need to win this game. They need to collect the two points and, and get back down to Sydney. So I think, you know, collective, you know, Ralsey, Kingy and, and Bemos, they have a, a, a real role to play uh, in all of them stepping up to take Robbo's um, position for the game.
1: Absolutely, Minnie. Finally, uh, we're going to you know touch base with you later on in the year. And we're going to get you in the Roosters HQ on video for this yeah. amazing reunion. You know, you must be proud when you you look back. And I know that there's a, a huge event uh, and a big luncheon being held up at the club where we can um, you know go and touch base with that that first ever pioneering side from uh, you know our first ever grand final win since '75 was 2002, and, and and just amazing that 20 years has gone past.
0: Yeah, 20 years. Uh, amazing that the times pass so quickly. And, you know, we've got, we've assembled everyone, um, of, of that team. Moz is coming out from England. mate. it's going to be a great couple of days. We're all looking forward to catching up and having a beer together and, and just, you know, reminiscing and telling some old stories and yeah look we, we've got um you know it's over over the easter easter weekend as well so you know obviously we're playing the warriors and i think both teams are wearing that replica strip that we both wore in 2002 so remember we wore the the white socks white shorts white jersey the all white which i thought was a great combo and i think the warriors are going back to that their same jersey for the match as well so yeah well wow. look it's going to be a fantastic day easter sunday um so yeah, it's um it's a great achievement. You know, when you when you win premierships you're you're bonded for life with the guys that you deal with and, and the guys in our team are just such good guys, you know, you know. we've got Brett Mullins and Fletch and Rico and Freddie and Fitzy and you know, we've we we had, you know, the best guys in our team at that that point. It was awesome.
3: Coming from Bondi Mini, I've heard a lot of stories about the House of Grouse back in the day and Big Tommy down there. So I was just wondering, with this this reunion coming up in two thousand two, who are you uh, most looking forward to catching up with and, and sharing a beer?
0: Yeah, two thousand four was a big year, mate. The House of Grouse back in Merivery uh, Road, North Bondi, it was a it was a great year.
1: I think you employed um, Toddy Payton as yeah. a doorman back then, didn't you?
0: <laughs> we yeah we yeah he was our doorman. That's right. <laughs> he would he would cook and do everything for us. <laughs> yeah we, yeah we had a great year, but we we certainly had to get out of there. Um, after that year, we sort of ruined our bodies. But um, good times when you look back at it. So, yeah, I'm looking, who am I looking for? I'm looking, definitely looking forward to seeing Moz and having a beer with him. You know, he's making the big flight out. Um, you know, we we haven't, all haven't been together as a team for a long – well, they did it in, for 10 years, but I was actually still playing. And I caught up with them after the game. But, you know, after two days on the drink and you catch up with them after the game, you're well behind. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to uh catching up with all of them actually and having a laugh.
1: Absolutely, Minnie. We can't wait to see uh you guys all together and uh look forward to seeing it at lunch. Well, as always, mate on Roos' Radio. We love having you on. Great insights and uh we wish you the best and uh thank you so much for spending time on Roos' Radio.
0: No, thanks boys and uh, well done, the the young boys. Great start. Good yeah, question.
3: Cheers, Minnie. Thanks, Minnie.
1: There you go, boys. Well, see you boys. Interview with a legend. You can't uh you just can't beat that. A great man to boot. And i tell you what, you look back on those years and, you know, you're only, uh, you know, you're only young, both of you, when uh, when Mini, or uh, well, Freddie lifted the trophy, I should say, but when Mini just, uh, you know, come into grade and, and that side that beat the Warriors, how exciting it is 20 years later on to celebrate that.
2: He was my computer password growing up, Bush. He was, he was the what? reason I went for Roosters. He was my password, Mini number one. Yep. That was always it. So, special place in my heart, Mini.
1: Yeah, and Jimmy, you've always loved Mini and you've got jerseys signed and posters and all sorts of stuff. Yeah,
3: for sure. I mean, is a Rooster's great. He's a Hall of Famer. He's up there on the uh, the mural as you come up Bill Street, and you know, if you if you're up there, you wherever you're going to be in a Rooster's legend. Absolutely, you're
1: on Roosters Radio with Bush, Paddy Suwali, and Jimmy Sammy Walker Markham.
2: Well, Roosters fans, head to Easts, home of the Sydney Roosters, to catch all the action of the huge clash against the Cowboys this Saturday night. Watch all the NRL action live and loud on the big screens, followed by 49% off drinks for two hours from full time. Deck yourself out in your red, white and blue and join the Roosters faithful to cheer on the team at East's Bondi Junction, the official home of the Sydney Roosters. Are you ready?
1: Well, welcome back to Roosters Radio, boys. And uh, been a great show so far. I tell you what, on debut, very impressive.
2: That was a great interview with Minnie, that one. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, boys, speaking of absolutely, our girls are absolutely on fire at the moment, although beaten by the Dragons last week, James. Highlight for me, it, in fact, it was just a highlight of the game. Jess Surgis looked with just the most piercing run down that right-hand edge. Looked amazing. Great footwork in and away. And all of a sudden, she's going for the corner. I'm thinking, go, girl. And what a great run it was, but only and just in a copybook style tackle to be pulled down by the Dragons fullback. And and what a great tackle it was, and what a great run.
3: Yeah, it was a great run, and she almost got there. But I thought the girls were a bit unlucky. They played a great game of football. They actually thought they they outplayed St. George. If you look on the stats, I think St. George dropped the ball a lot more times, and especially in that second half, the Roosters just kept charging at that line and were a bit unlucky. They just couldn't get that one pass away or that that one offload just to – break the line and score a try but we ended up you know losing 16-10 but it was a valiant effort and we almost had a chance there right at the end isabel kelly scored in in the corner and uh, we just missed the conversion to um you know put it into a six-point game but nonetheless we um we look forward to next week patty
2: yeah so moving on to next week the the playoffs preliminary final against the broncos who Bush, we know are the the benchmark team of the NRLW. They are undefeated in regards to premierships. They Mm. did have a loss to Titans, however, early in the year. So they are beatable. We know they are. How do you see it playing out this weekend?
1: Yeah, look, I, I think this is a mountain to climb... That we're almost there. I think Coach John Strange made a huge difference to the girls' team, especially their confidence. You saw um, you know, Samara kick that field goal and kick us home. As James mentioned last week, we're a pass or two away from either equaling and going into golden point or potentially winning that game. We weren't uh, the worst side in a, in a, in a defeat. Um, I think we'll get them up for this game. Uh, it's very important to them. And I think if they're going to beat the Broncos, it's got to happen eventually. So we've got full faith in our girls. We want to wish them the best on Roosters Radio. We've been following their progress vigilantly. So if you want to support the girls, James, how do our fans get out there and get behind our great NRLW team?
3: Yeah, well, it's a doubleheader this week and the NRLW Premiership. So obviously the two semifinal games, you've got Dragons playing Gold Coast at 12pm. And then right after that, the main event at 145, our Mighty Roosters will take on the Brisbane Broncos and look to cause a, an upset and
1: head to the grand final. Absolutely. Can't wait to see that, Paddy.
2: I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, think it I think the keys to shut down the, the half there. The Broncos Absolutely. half. Absolutely. Ali Brigginshaw. Ali Brigginshaw, yeah. She's, she's an absolute weapon. So if we can shut her down, I think it'll go a long way.
1: Oh, I think so. She's a great player. And I'll tell you what I like about the girls' game is they throw the ball around. Uh, it's like football in the old days, you know what It's not as much structure. I know the coaches don't probably love it, but they chance their arm. As you said, James, uh, they drop a little bit of ball. But at the same time, they also produce some really exciting attacking raids. And even that run we just talked about with Jess Sergis, that was off a couple of good passes. So, yeah, good luck to the girls on Sunday. Now, boys, speaking of good luck, we're one and two. We've had two losses um, from three games. Uh, We're up against the Cowboys. The Cowboys were very strong last week and really sent a message, Todd Payton's boys. Uh, I think, James, as you mentioned in the interview to Anthony Minicello, all that work Minnie did with Todd Payton in the House of Grouse in 2004 has obviously paid dividends because he's using it to motivate his players. And you can see a, a great result. And Cowboys have really turned their season around in the three games, you know, from, you know, being a bit inconsistent in the trials and stuff. It's going to be tough up there. As Minnie mentioned in the interview, we got the weather. Patty, how do you see it and what's your score prediction?
2: Yeah, so I think it will be a tough game. I mean, like you said, Cowboys have kind of been known just to be that inconsistent team. They had a loss early to the Dogs. But then they bounced back and put quite a number on Canberra as well mm. the week before last and, and then the Broncos. So they'll be there to play. I think we've got to turn up through the forwards. I think we were really, really flat against the Bunnies. We just had yep. not much go forward. And, I mean, they've got the pack. They've got Jason Tamalolo. They've got Jordan McLean. They've got a big pack. And then they've got players up like Val Home off the back of that. So, I think that's the key. We've got to set the platform. I think we'll put a number on them, though. I'm feeling confident. I'm going to say Roosters 32, Cowboys 8. And yeah. I, reckon, I reckon Lindsay Collins is going to cross the stripe.
1: Wow. No, no nude run for Lindsay at the end of the year. James, uh, got a few things you picked up on last week's uh, game against the Bunnies we can improve on. How do you see it? And what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, well, obviously against the Bunnies, like Pat said, I think we can set the tone early, defensively, you know, through the middle and shut down the likes of Tamoulo and, and put him back on his uh, on his behind. We'll um, you know, set the tone early and then going forward to the game against the Cowboys. I just want to mention the the second row who had a blinder, Jeremiah eye He uh, scored a hat trick and I think the dangerous on the edges this year, Cowboys. They've got Peter Hickey on, in the centres and obviously Val Holmes on the other side, who's, who's an Origin quality player. So. If we can make sure that we shut them down when they're attacking with our defence on on our edges, then hopefully the likes of Sammy Walker and Kiri can um, combine with Teddy and put a few points
1: on the boys. Yeah, and give us a fearless score prediction, James. There's something for the punters out there.
3: Fearless score prediction? Well, I'm a bit of a stats man, and it's only early, but the Cowboys actually have the least amount of points scored against them. Obviously, they played that tight game against the Dogs, and then like Paddy said, they they did a number on the on the uh, Raiders where they only scored six points. So. Points against for the Cowboys right now is only 24. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Obviously, we've found it hard to find the stripe uh, in the first round, but we come good. So I think 12-16 to the Roosters.
1: Wow, 12-16 to Roosters. Paddy, you're putting a score on. Boys, I'm going to tell you that I think the Roosters will get up to the Cowboys 18-12. I think that uh, I'm with you. It'll be a tight one. It'll only be six points in it. But that's my field of score prediction. And one thing I did uh, remember and just picked up, I forgot. Patty Boyd that uh, or Patty Sawali as we call you on this show. Both you and Jimmy are producers of Rus' Radio. Jimmy did his uh, his year internship at Radio Hub and uh, and did a great job producing. So I didn't realise the great hands that were in today. Boys wanna thank you so much for coming in and giving you time for our great podcast we love it we do it for the fans every week we do it for the club and to have you two come on give such a great account of yourselves just proves that our youth policy at roosters radio has really been working since we've been bringing you through the grades and uh, you're in the system so i think you're going to see a lot more of you two on roosters radio this year
2: appreciate it bush we've, we've come a long way jimmy from behind the producer's desk
3: yeah it's, it's good to be out of the uh the old matilda caravan and now behind the mic it's uh, good fun
1: Yeah, well, I I don't think our fans, if we paint a picture and, you know, radio and podcasting is theatre of the mind, I don't think our fans can really uh, understand how Silky just walks along beside you guys when you're producing or behind the microphone, just yelling like Demir Dokic did it at Yelena. And uh, you know all those years, but it produces results. And I, you it know, does, I, I wasn't sure about his technique or or what he where he was going. But you know what, there's method to his madness. And and we miss him. And I hope uh, him and Belinda recover well. And that's all we've got time for, boys. Round three versus the bunnies. Well, that's gone. We look forward to our next clash with them as the book of feuds will open another chapter. But this week, it's all about the cowboys. We are Roboless, but in Robo we trust. He'll be from the lounge room, barking orders and making sure our boys make a great account of themselves. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. Thank you so much to Paddy Sawali and Jimmy Sammy Walker Markham. Also, want to thank our guest, none other than the great Anthony Minicello, one of our most capped ever players and certainly one of our greatest ever skippers. And as we say every week, he's to win.